Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, Rose? I love the C.L. Bryant Show. I'm great. How are you, C.L.? Doing fantastically well, and thank you for that. Now, Rose, you were on with Sean last night, and uh, you folks in Pennsylvania seem like you may be getting peeved. What's going on? Well, you know, CL, we are so frustrated here in the state of Pennsylvania, as are many all over the country, but some states are doing better than others. I can tell you that I covered the rally on uh, in Pittsburgh, and then Jeffrey Lord covered it in Harrisburg, and then we both got together on Hannity's show to discuss what we saw. Here's the sad part. As we were out there uh, rallying to open PA, the governor of Pennsylvania, Wolf, decided at that moment inside the Capitol building that he was going to extend the stay at home and shut down until May 8th. Uh, we were supposed to be back to work on May 1st. We were supposed to be, you know, out of shutdown mode, out of um, uh, stay at home mode. And now he's extended it until May 8th. Now, last week in Pennsylvania, the state Senate approved two bills that could have provided so much clarity and common sense when we're talking about the process um, that we have to go through to decide which businesses can safely operate during this pandemic. And uh, what happened was those two bills were great. They were Senate Bill 613 and also 327. And, And what I liked about the second bill was that it did call for counties because I happen to live in a county where there were 70 cases, that's it. It's a huge county, too, I want to let you know. Washington County, 70 cases, and tragically, two deaths. But our numbers are so much better than, let's say, Philadelphia. But that's why we were asking in that bill that you allow the counties to make that decision to open up according to the medical data and according to the CDC guidelines and the guidelines that our president actually laid out for all of us. This governor vetoed that bill, and it extended the stay-at-home and no-work wow. mandate. Wow. You know, Rose, Americans, and, you know, years ago when you and I met, uh, years ago, nearly 10 years ago now, it doesn't seem like time has traveled uh, that right. rapidly, but it's been that long, Rose. But when you and I first met, we were talking about Americans not wanting to be ruled over by a king. And what is happening now is that American DNA, that American spirit is rebelling against people who are acting like despots and kings over us if they would approach us differently they would understand that we as americans are very we're very jovial and we're very friendly and we're very accommodating but we will not be ruled over that's the thing that i don't think they understand what do you say you know, I think that's an excellent point because as Americans, we were asked to do something that has never been asked of us before. You know, we never even uttered the words um, stay at home or social distancing. But you know what? We did it. You know, we were told that, that, that here's the reason why we need to do it. Here's the expiration date on doing this. And we all collectively rolled up our sleeves and said, OK, let's get this done. And we have demonstrated that we could conduct life in a new normal, I, people don't like to hear that word, but it, right now it is a new normal. We have demonstrated that we were able to thoughtfully, considerately, and 
carefully conduct uh, certain aspects of our lives. Allow us then to demonstrate that we can do the same. And you are right. We were asked to do something that we have never been asked to do before. Personally, I'm not even sure it should have been to this extent, but I'm okay with that. If it saved lives and that's what everyone thought we should do, that's fine. But there comes a point where we must get people back to work. And if we can do this safely in grocery stores and some other businesses, we can do it safely um, all along the line. People are willing to roll up those sleeves again and figure out a new way to conduct business that is safe, that is considerate, and is compassionate. We're not stupid. We're pretty creative. I was on the phone with a hair salon today, and we were talking about some solutions down the road, and we came up with some really good ideas. Now, I'm desperate for my hair salon to open down. <laughs> That's why I, I wanted to help her. <laughs> uh, Rose, and you listen, folks, folks, I know Rose. Rose is very, you know, put together. She really is. And so... <laughs> I, so that's funny. That's really funny to me, Rose. <laughs> but you are so right. You know, we, uh, but you can only ask so much of people, and especially when it comes down to, in particular, our state, and this is happening in a lot of blue states, where it seems unreasonable, it seems arbitrary. Um, when we find out, yesterday I found out that in Philadelphia, that has even greater numbers, way greater than the western side of the state, that, that some businesses were allowed to open or were given a waiver when those identical businesses on the west side of the state were denied those waivers. This is political, I feel. It's getting to be very political. And this is a way I believe that these Democrat governors are going to try or attempt to hurt this president and this administration. When he they have given us, and this president has given us, one of the greatest economies ever. It's like Reagan's economy on steroids. And he's going to do it again, Rose, if, if we can yeah. uh, get this. Listen, just a few weeks ago, five weeks ago, there were small businessmen that you and I know who would not have dreamed this would happen. You and I would not have dreamed, Rose, that we would be having this conversation whatsoever. So let me transition just a little bit now and ask you this question um the voting uh, the election of course we're in the year 2020 and uh, the presidential nom- uh, election is coming up rose uh there's going to be i i feel a civil war over the mail-in ballot and um the mail-in vote i'm not all i'm not for it i believe that i want to cast my vote myself uh, you know, and I don't want a third party handling my vote. I, I really don't. I mean, it, we, it's corrupt enough. Uh, give us your insight in, as far as uh, the way you see it uh, moving forward. How, how do you see this shaking out? I think that we are going to have to be very verbal and very firm in our rejection of that. And I'll tell you something. It's not just for Republicans. It's for Democrats alike. I want to know that the process was as fair as it could be and if it's a democrat that comes out the winner so be it if it's a republican so be it but i want that peace of mind knowing that we went into an election as fair as we possibly could and 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 could trust the outcome of that election with those mail-in ballots we will not have that confidence And, and 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 as a democrat you should want the same thing that we want because at some point, everybody's going to figure out a way to manipulate the system, and we don't want that. So I think for all of us who love freedom and democracy, we, we should object vehemently to those mail-in ballots. 
I absolutely agree with you, Rose, as you know. Rose, one last thing that I want to uh, talk to you about here today, and that is Women for Trump. I know that you are uh, very big in that, and you're a part of the campaign along with me, with Evangelicals for Trump and Blacks uh, for Trump as well. It's the largest campaign uh, in, uh, the, I think, that America has ever known. It is the largest political campaign, whether America knows it or not, that they know. The president has created a incredible machine. And um, except, you know what, Rose, except for this virus, he would be on gold. He'd be paving a street of gold to American prosperity. And uh, but let me ask you this. Women for Trump. Is there going to be the, the turnout that we are witnessing, that we are anticipating by seeing the participation of women around the country for this president. Give us your take. Got about three minutes. I, I really do think so, CL. This president is someone that we as women can count on. He's demonstrated that over and over and over again throughout his term. We see him as someone who had our back, particularly through COVID-19. We trust him. We watch carefully as we saw um, the Democrats hold up necessary aid to small business and to employees um, countrywide. We watch that carefully, and we will not forget who it was that had our back, and it is this administration all along. And I tell you, the women are even more empowered. They feel more empowered as they go to the polls this year. They are going to be voting for this president, and they will do that with confidence, and they will do that with strength and and conviction. And uh, I want to mention, too, if your listeners are in Colorado, we have a women's empowerment call tomorrow evening, and it's going to be fabulous. And we do these all over the country. So if you want, you know, check out my social media at Rose underscore Unplugged on Twitter, Rose Unplugged um, on Facebook, and my website is Rose Unplugged. I have an article in American Thinker today about what happened in Pennsylvania and how it's affecting small business. It's a, it's a domino effect. It really is. And Instagram is Rose Unplugged and the number one. But you can also go to DonaldJTrump.com, and then you can look and see, you know, as you said, what a fabulous machine this campaign has. Blacks Voices for Trump, um, Evangelicals for Trump, Catholics for Trump. Uh, it, the list goes on. So you can get involved by going to that website as well. So I, I just think that he was amazingly clever. The people he has working for him are outstanding. And to bring all of these different groups together the way they have, I've never seen anything like this before. And I've been helping with campaigns since I was um, helping with Reagan's campaign. Give us so, your website. Give us your website and how to get in touch with you again, Rose. Yes, it's roseunplugged.com. But check me out on Facebook. It's also Rose Unplugged. And Twitter is at Rose underscore Unplugged. Now, I have a new um, series that I'm doing. It's called Red Heels Forward. Every Wednesday night, we do a Zoom meeting, and we address a lot of things like how to make your food stretch, exercise, um, building up your immune system. And then we have a great speaker on. We had Jeffrey Lord on before. Um, Ted Nugent will be joining us soon, Stephen Moore. And also, I'd love to have C.L. Bryant. 
so we need to talk about that. Yeah, but we will. It's always a lot of fun, and it's a Zoom meeting, and it's nice because you can visually, you know, visually see everyone, and you can interact and ask questions. So that would be really fantastic, fun. Rose. I'd love to come on and be a part of it with you. That'd be great. And so, listen, uh, thank you so much for being there for me today, and uh, stay well, stay safe, friend, and um, uh, all the best. God bless you and keep you. Keep fighting the good fight. I know that you will because you are Rose Tennant. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.